today is a life day and I kind of want to just go over personal things that's been going on and how it's uh, making me think of new things. So today's backlog is just going to be, I guess, the majority of the information. Um, so my 11-year-old Twitter account got attacked, um, suspended, and basically you can't even find it on the system. But they haven't deleted my tweets or anything. They're, I can actually get it. I'm still on it on my you know, app, and I can still access it. It's just not allowed to do anything with it. I've put in appeals and whatnot. But Twitter still hasn't got with me. This is such a weird time for me because in the past it's always been so easy to get Twitter to, um, you know, reply to my emails, um, reply to my appeals, and get these things overthrown pretty quickly. So it is kind of strange. Uh, I got suspended after a couple things went down. First off, um, I had an argument or debate, depending on how you want to look at it with some people uh, that shield Nano on Twitter. And at the same time, I published a new NFT where I actually was built a way for someone to gain access to a specific cloud storage without having to make an account. And so that's a, a those are two pretty big deals because, you know, I'm now on a new Twitter account or a temporary Twitter account and this Twitter account today got attacked with a similar attack right after having some debates or disagreements with nano shills. Now, I did a ASMR rant where I talked about why I don't like nano. So if you want to really hear why I don't like nano, you're going to have to jump over to the library and just find my channel at DiabloCorp colon E and you know find it it's also under you know library.io.com um, or whatever and then slash and then it's i believe at diablo court colon e slash asmr rant or actually nano asmr rant and i know that took a long time just to say that but it's just weird that i'm being attacked i I don't actually put people down. I don't make fun of people. I don't cause a whole lot of problems. I do cause stirs. And a lot of times I cause these stirs for a few reasons. I, I want to show people who other people, how they really are. So, like, I tend to troll trolls. If I see someone trolling, I tend to troll them back. And I try to show them over the conversation of the trolling that they're pretty mean or the trolling or the idiocracy that they've what they're saying and um simply enough uh i think that's the only real reason i'm being sought after is because i'm causing a stir but showing people that they're trolls kind of helps other people see it because it's going to show up in their timeline and people who might not know who these people are or me might see these and be able to make some judgments based off the conversation and especially if like i'm holding a, a conversation with logic and proofability and honesty and yeah maybe even sometimes my own opinion um 
and not putting them down or anything, it, it really shows how that other person actually is. Like, it really shows that I'm just trying, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, I'm actually just trying to point out the kind of personality they're displaying. And at the same time, you know, that, that teaches people, that shows people, that makes people learn to do research on their own. And that's another reason why I do these uh, different pieces. I just want people to learn to do their own research. And I want people to open their mind up a little bit. When I bitch and complain about, oh, Twitter dropped my other Twitter account. Yeah, sometimes I wish people would share the heck out of that and kind of get more attention to it for tw to Twitter for me. But I'm not popular enough for people to even care about that. If someone else who, you know, has... 20,000 followers or more did you know they got a Twitter account dropped there would be tons of people talking about it there were entire bot systems designed to just tweet whatever I tweeted that I never made don't know who made them or anything like that some of them I think were made to discredit me but over the years only gave me more credit and so it's weird when my YouTube got attacked for um no real reason like it, it I actually had to inquire and then they actually told me why but I had to ask first and it just randomly was dropped it was gone and no reason was given to me until I asked and then they were like oh well do you people had uh you know said you was shilling or you were pushing um incorrect or false information and it was just old information the information at the time of recording and release and publication was perfectly correct and truthful over the years it just makes it seem sus and I get that but at the same time it isn't I didn't deserve to be attacked in the way I was by whoever did it and then for the account that you know it was a long-standing account I've been on YouTube since 2006 uh, videos since 2007 and it just didn't make any sense I didn't have a whole lot of strikes or anything and it wasn't in bad standing or anything like that. I was just unpopular. And that's fine. I, I used to be popular in 2011. And I understand that that popularity doesn't last forever for everybody. And But it just didn't make any sense. So it um, seems like pretty much wherever I go, I'm being, you know, dropped or attacked and censored. Uh, I'm not even, I'm actually banned. All of my Google accounts are banned from using YouTube. I can, like, watch videos and stuff, but I can't interact with anything. I can't like. I can't subscribe. I can't comment. So it's pointless for me to even use. I'm actually banned on, like, three different emails from Facebook. Facebook products and other things. Simply because, well, I made a statement about Facebook that was absolutely true on Twitter. And... Facebook found out, well, mostly because I tagged them, but, so I mean, like, I know, I sit here and go, well, I don't understand why I was banned from Facebook. I get why I was banned from Facebook. I brought light to something that they didn't want people to know about, and they took it, took it out on me. But all these other ones, it just doesn't make sense. So the backlog pretty much explains my point of view. Social media is just so censored and 
cancel culture has gotten so bad that it's almost like if you can't get people to agree with you, you're doomed to fail. You're never going to actually make it. And at the same time, like, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been in social media since it's before. It was called social media. And back when it was just forums and chat rooms. And I never had a problem um, really networking. People tend to um, flock to me for some reason. I've been told before I have a radioactive personality, um, which is where radioactive 3D really comes from, the radioactive part anyways. And um, it doesn't really make sense for all this to be going down. But at the same time, it, it forces thought upon me. And I do have private paper. We have private paper. It's a it's extremely private digital paper system done on the user end that can be done offline, online, a bunch of fun stuff. And well, one of the, you know, there's three of us that founded private paper. And one of the people that helped help us find, you know, discover and, and make private paper what it is to this day doesn't really have anything to do with private paper anymore. They were at the beginning, and that's it cool not a problem but the other co-founder with me um, he's like head of design and he's always trying to think of new ways to to try to push private paper too so he um was talking to me we were talking and we're going over some new ui for private paper and how we want to do it and stuff and he was asking me just as i was asking him what do you think private paper can what else can private paper do and I was like, well, I've honestly been going over my head the possibility of building a NFT generator for news chains on private paper so we can actually produce a walletless NFT. And maybe even if we're lucky, throw it inside of a news chain. And this is kind of like not new technology and the stuff that we'd be doing is um, not that hard. But it would be very difficult to transfer over the internet because of how we store information through the hash link, the actual hash inside the link, instead of on a server or whatever. So that link is going to be ginormous because the image would be a base 64 image, which also means we probably won't be able to do GIFs and videos and other things like that. But that's something we can figure out over time. Just starting off with an image that we can use for an NFT type thing it is possible right now. Like we could use Messenger private paper generator and yeah, just do it that way. But it just wouldn't be as neat and clean as we could if we did our own generator for it. But he, my, the, 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 my friend, my best friend, one of my best friends and um, the co-creator of private paper, like, you know, we've been doing this since 2018. There's been multiple times brought up the ideal of social media so he brought it up again how can we replace twitter with private paper and really the 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 ui that you have on twitter you have a, a timeline of other people's information right there in front of you private paper is not supportable with that on its own you have to have some kind of server somewhere and so the ideal is to try to figure out how to do a serverless version now, we, there are people that have, you know, so-called serverless versions of Twitter. And really, they're just using, like, different services to make that happen. You know, 
AWS, Amazon Web Services, and stuff like that. Yeah, they, a couple of tubs, and, and they're just they're just using different you know, techniques of databasing and stuff like that to not have it all on one server or something that you know, distributed or whatever. And everything they end up doing boils down to everything they have is still somewhere on a server somewhere. Unlike private paper. And it's one thing I don't understand. Like, Nexus has actually came at me and said, oh, it's, it's not serverless because it's there's a server, the computer's a server, blah, 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 blah. But if you look at other serverless, you know, things that are publicly available and stuff, they, they're not actually serverless. And so I just don't get why he even came at me like that. But the point is, no, we can't really do a super private social media where um, you have access to all these different people's information and whatever. Like, that's really not possible. And if you want one that's just super private, kind of like you'd have to give people a top link and then update that top link whenever you make a new statement or whatever. Well, that's basically the news chain of private paper. And so, like, when we were working with a... I was working with someone. They were wanting to use private paper technology for uh, their own uh, social media. It didn't work. Basically, we, they had everything running on a server. And when the users load up the generator to build up the article or the post, it was a private paper generator that they altered to just suit their needs and basically that that generator opens up on the user and is no longer on that server so anything done by that user at that point that server can't see it's invisible and when I was on like mind your biz and we were talking about private paper I mentioned the fact that we tried this before but because you know the post being created can't be seen by the server and they didn't seem to really understand what I meant that I got this weird look from Seth where he didn't even seem to believe me and a lot of the stuff I say, it kind of gives me that look, and I guess I make some sense. Like, the stuff I say isn't traditional. It's super new, and it's hard to understand sometimes because I, I do have a language barrier. But, yeah, that's the real honest truth. Like, the server that everything was on couldn't see what was the post. And so the user, there had to be another layer to everything where then the user either has to go back to, you know, they have to copy this big old hash link, and they have to go back and then paste it somewhere and then say submit. You know, there has to be an additional button to submit, but then you have to have information to put into there to submit. And it just gets so complicated that it's, by, by the, you know, fourth or fifth month of coding and trying and testing, it's just not even worth it. Just because, like, the news chain itself is its own index it is its own blockchain or blockless chain of information and it's just not it's way more private than people can really understand and that's what makes it both unique different scalable and possible for everything that it does you know if, if we weren't taking your data and having the user your your device on what device you use phone computer tablet to build these articles and posts you know and get these extremely long hash links I mean like 
that wasn't all private stuff. It would just be like everything else. And the technology we're, we're using on, we're building it right on top of itty bitty of a protocol. And that is unique because, like, it's not actually a protocol, but we're using it as a protocol, which is totally different to what people are used to. They're used to, you know, people build a protocol to be a protocol. They don't build a service that is possible to be a protocol because it's decentralizable by nature accidentally. <laughs> but it is. It's a mesh net, hash net that you can really manipulate in different ways to get new results to cause new forms of data. This is the future and it just sucks that like I have all this information, I have all this ability and I, I, I'm not quite skilled enough to take this to like the, the extreme next level but at the same time uh, at least I'm skilled enough to make it happen I just wish you know people wouldn't be attacking me on social media and stuff or social media account companies wouldn't be attacking me just because they don't agree with what I have to say when did it become all about agreement So yeah, I, I grew up at a time where people said things like, you know, um, a disagreement uh, is room for a debate, and a debate can be a, a teaching conversation, and I was taught, like, if you're going to talk to someone, and don't don't just make poke at them and make fun of them or anything, like, have information behind what you say, have facts behind what you say, be able to prove some of what you say. If you're going to give an opinion, make it a educated opinion. Don't just sit there and be like, you're fat, therefore I'm right. You know, that stuff is just bull crap. It's just attacking someone. It's just bullyism. But then again, I also grew up at a time where bullies didn't get in trouble. The people they bullied did, which was me. I was the person that always got bullied. And I mean, I've even got kicked out of high school for wearing all black. Literally, on my transcript, it says I got expelled, later suspended for non-disciplinary reasons. Like, I, it just doesn't make sense, right? Like, I, I actually live in a time frame where people lose bank accounts because they had, they pay child support. Not because they owe child support, because they pay child support. It's like, wait a minute, you're punishing someone for doing the right thing? Doesn't that kind of hurt them and make them not able to do the right thing? Like, oh my gosh, do you know how many jobs... I can't get it because I have no way to get paid. It's not even funny. And then, like, I, it's like, what the heck happened? I, I can't even get birth certificate. I can't get this, can't get that. It's just constantly being censored around me. Now, I do understand there are some things I can't control. Like, my state has actually confused me with someone else, and that person's super rich, so my state keeps claim, making claims about me that isn't true. Like... I can just use my millions of dollars in my bank account to do things, but yet at the same time, my same state says I'm not allowed to have a bank account. Come on. You're just, at this point, not making any sense. Same thing with social media. Shills and influencers and trolls, they're all the same thing at this point. Like, not our influencers are the same. I get that. There's this one person, I'm not going to say his name, there's this one person that I've seen all over the place. 
he like publicly reports all of the inf money he makes on his social media accounts you know his crypto account social media accounts and stuff and he does all this this different stuff and he's basically a shiller that's all he ever does he, he's one of those people that says you can get free bitcoin by spending fiat that's not free bitcoin that's just a rewards program for spending fiat come on he he, he posted something where he was basically like hey look at this censorship and I went, yeah, look at this censorship I've gone through. And then it just turned into a bunch of people trying to fix something that isn't, you know, like I've already gotten a fix for it. I even said I'd gotten a fix for it in the post. And like hours and hours later when the, you know, the original poster, the influencer I'm talking about, was basically like, why would you ask for help and then do that? I'm like, I never asked for help. Never. You made a statement about censorship on a platform, not a blockchain. And I backed you up with, look at the censorship I see. And then like him and other people tell me all the, throughout this entire thing that you're the only one experiencing this issue. Then how come they don't see it as censorship? If I'm literally the only person with this problem on this platform, not the blockchain, but the platform built on the blockchain, then why don't they see it as censorship? Oh, that's right, because they're all shillers and they're just doing everything for clicks. And if I can actually show more censorship than what was already shown, then, well, yeah, that's going to actually hurt them in the end because they're still, even though he was sitting there complaining about it, still shills that social media company. And I'm literally looking at, like, everything I do with a fine-tooth comb going, I have to get rid of the bull crap, the dead weight, and the things that means nothing to me. I'm on places like SoMe and uh, Float. I actually like Float a lot. Um, I don't actually make money on Float. I, I don't actually really make money on SoMe. I'm actually at a point now where I can, I can make money on SoMe, but I, I don't have access to my wallet. And I don't know how that happened, but I'm still working on it. Basically, the... The password I wrote down is the incorrect password, and I guess I didn't realize there was a wallet password and a non-wallet password, and for all I know, it it could have just been, like, for the longest time, I couldn't actually access or get paid on that site, so it that could be one of the reasons why I, I don't have the right password or something. I probably didn't care as much. And then, like, another one, I'm on Note Blockchain. Love Note Blockchain. But... I also noticed, like, the last few months I was really participating with it. Like, I got no attention on there. And it's like, either it's the content I'm making is just not favored, or it's something else. If I'm being censored across multitudes of platforms, or I'm just not being seen across multitudes of platforms... What the... F is it really? Like... I get that, you know... It... There's a good point that... It could just be the stuff I post. I don't post... Stuff people care about or... Relevance data to other people or something, but... Across all these different platforms? That's the weird part, you know? It's like... I'm not always dealing with the same people on all these platforms... 
but I get the same result on all the platforms. Basically nothing. You know, when I was on Facebook and I was doing live streams of me, you know, coding out hash on Monero before they had bullet um, bulletproofs and a couple other new, you know, securing features of Monero, like, it got me a lot of attention. You know, half a million views per day on average, sometimes more, even reach over a million visitors on my account and um, on single individual days. And then during the height of my popularity there, I got I got pushed off because I made a statement, a factual statement about Facebook. And so it's like, I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. If I do try these different platforms and stuff, I'm wasting my time. But if I don't, I can never have the opportunity to say that I tried. Or, you know, I, can, I can't say that I'm still trying on that platform. And so I guess I don't really know what to do. I guess that's really what this is about. As I said at the beginning, this was going to be kind of personal, and it is. Kind of showing you guys my thought, my, my point of view. I just... I, it sucks being unpopular your entire life. And it sucks having information that it doesn't seem to matter how many times you put it out there. No one even sees it. You know, it's like I've put in... Um, you know, proposals to, to make Bitcoin better and stuff, BIPs and things like that, and people didn't even notice. This goes off to the side. Another number used that no one ever seems to give a crap about. I have worked with companies and worked with blockchains and systems, and I don't even get mentioned. You know, like, I, I've even had to tell some companies, you know, hey... Uh, mentioning me could actually be disastrous because, well, I get censored everywhere I go. And it sucks, but it did help those companies not talking about me, not mentioning I was on there, but it didn't help me none because now I can't prove I did anything. I, I, I guess we're at a day and age where if society don't like you, there's nothing you can do. Well, the next one I do will be a tech day. And there was some stuff on the last tech day I didn't actually go over that I wanted to go over. And it's about, you know, not technology getting smarter, but how it's actually getting dumber. So I look forward to that. And then on my next crypto day, I kind of might just go over some cryptocurrencies and give some real good advice that can really help anybody um, investing and trading and getting started. Like, I'm not going to show you all the secrets to trading and stuff that, that takes time on your own effort to really get down and learn. But I'm definitely going to give you stuff to help out. Stuff that everybody should know anyway, so it's not really big stuff. But thank you for being here. I really appreciate it.